a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my good friend, Lee Phillips. Hello, Lee. Good evening, Neil, from my toilet downstairs. <laughs> the downstairs my... lavatory in Stockholm. Shower. I refer to it as my shower room with okay. my Carrera marble on the walls. Yes. I like to caress. Oh, wait, there's a bit of lime scale there. Anyway, Lee, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'd like to apologise to you and to the listeners for my oh, lack my of God. energy in last week's podcast. I had played a game of football in 34 degree heat. I was dehydrated and I think I dropped below the standards that you and our esteemed listeners would expect. And I apologise. Yeah, I mean, I think you're making it worse by apologising, but it was pretty shit. I found myself just like pulling you along and yeah, I I wanted it to end. It was bad. It was just one of those. It happens, I guess. But when when I worked, my first ever, my first ever job that I had, I was selling advertising space Mm. Um, and we there you had the desks were like chest height. Um, so it was called sit and dial, stand and pitch. So you sat down to make the like to put the number in, but then when you and let me and let me guess, you stood yeah. up when they answered and you pitched them. Yeah, and then you had to and walk around. It, it was very pitch. American, like you. Oh, but power hour. Did you have a can of like monster energy on the on the go? Well, it was, be- it was before all of those. So you had to walk around and do it. And up on the up on the wall, you had. Um, a thing saying A, B, C, and that was always be closing. And here's a little insight into what the late 90s were like. Underneath that, you had something saying A, B, C, D, and that stood for a bitch can't decide. So if your manager, so every phone had like a a secondary phone on it, so the manager could walk around and listen to your sales pitch. And if he picked your phone up and you were trying to sell to a woman, he'd hang up. <laughs> that's ridiculous, isn't it? That's mental, isn't it? That's late 90s. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Gary Glenn Close is... Glenn Ross, Glenn AB, Gary Glenn Ross, Glenn, yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is where ABC come from. Yeah. And I also uh, worked uh, in sales for a bit. Yeah. 15, 16 years ago. And I was also dragged into a conference room with uh, the other members of my team and shown that scene from that film and then told to go on and get out of there and ABC. And I just thought, what the actual fuck is this? Yeah, crazy time. It wasn't as rock and roll as it was. It was as sad as the film. It was. Oh, it's pathetic. It's pathetic beyond belief. But. I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say but I I'm, I'm it, but there is nothing, last... but there is no bigger buzz than than closing a deal. 
No, but I'm wondering if I last week all... I should yeah. have stood and pitched. Maybe. I think I sat down I... and I wallowed in it a little bit. Yeah, you maybe you did, but you know, the great thing is is that we you'll force me to do this every week, so you'll get another chance. <laughs> How's your week been? It's been good. The shops, uh, the new shops, picking up. So we had a really good couple of uh, days, uh, Friday, Saturday. I'm just looking up now. You sent me a message in the week. Yeah. Um, and I sent you a message back to say I'm genuinely buzzing. But what I didn't tell you is when I read your message, I got goosebumps because I was so happy for you. So uh, <laughs> it, here's your message. It's today is the first proper good day in the shop. All my salads sold out. People are going crazy for the deli products. And this is my favourite bit. I've got an old couple sitting outside eating ice cream. Um, when I read yeah, that, all bases no, shit, <laughs> no shit, I got goosebumps. I was so <laughs> pleased for you. I was like, yes, because it's only two weeks in. Yeah. And you've sold out and you've got this. I pictured the old couple out the front. Yeah. You've got this old couple out the front eating ice cream. Loved it. Absolutely buzzing for you. I'm so glad. Well, that makes me really happy, Neil. Thank you. Because uh, you've been there through thick and thin, listening to all my crazy ideas and all my stories and whatnot and all my bitching and moaning about jobs. But I'll paint the scene for you. Yeah. There I am. I've made a couple of cappuccinos for one bloke and his girlfriend. And they've <laughs> taken a couple of, they've taken two, two cannoli with oh. them. <laughs> Not any cannolis. <laughs> no, no cannolis, cannoli. I made a dozen uh shrimp caesar salad scratch yeah uh and they sold out early doors i've served two scoops of ice cream to an old couple they're sitting outside on my on my italian furniture watching the world go by and i'm stood there talking olive oil to another lady and she's and i'm i'm not just selling the olive oil i'm selling her balsamic vinegar as well yeah and the old lady pokes her head in the door and goes thank you for the ice cream it was the best ice cream i've ever had and i went thank you have a lovely weekend and i was buzzing i was loving it i've never been so happy to sell 400 quid in one day well that is i mean that <laughs> just shows how expensive stockholm is you sold 12 salads a bottle of olive oil and two ice creams it's 400 quid christ almighty <laughs> there's a bit there's a bit more in there but not much <laughs> Well, that's uh, good. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you've had a good week. I've had a good week. That's good. And we won. Uh, I coached my way to another victory on uh, Saturday, seven-two this time. Well, that is good. I'm that's starting good. to get disappointed that they let in goals now. Well, you were clearly a better coach than me because I coached our team to their first league game of the season to a comfortable five-nil defeat on Saturday. Brutal. Yeah, I don't want to go into it though. No, we don't have to. It's not a football podcast, but no. And anyway. I'd, I'd like to apologise to the listeners because we teased them a little bit with a bonus episode last week, but due mm. to scheduling issues, um, we haven't had the chance to do that. But what what we will do now is a little roundup on the village, and but there's a couple of callbacks to previous episodes, which I mm. think you'll like. Um, do you remember the woman that said if she leaves the group, kittens will 
die. Of course I remember her. <laughs> well, she's nobody, back. Nobody, nobody <laughs> forgets a threat like that. No. Well, she's back. All right. Can people please stop putting found kittens on here? They need to be taken to the vets to see if they belong to someone and have got out, even though they shouldn't have before uh, neutered and chipped. There are feral groups in the village and cats protection trying to do as much as they can in a big area. So that's her comment. All right. Someone comes in in response. Mm. Wasn't it you that announced on here that you'd found kittens somewhere else before? Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm not doing it, no one's allowed to. That's what she's saying. Yeah. Can we not have this? Can we not have this? Uh, So that's uh, that's a little kitten update that I thought you'd like to hear. And then I, I think you'll prefer this update. It's a Peter Popoff update. Ah, uh, bring it on. Your favourite. Yeah, go for it. I got a message, a WhatsApp message of a friend of mine. He said, Hi Neil, FYI, I was overtaken by Peter Popoff yesterday. Blue Audi RS with a deafening exhaust. Just catch, Just catching up on your pod. so i said well that's brilliant he might kill me one day so make a note of the plate if you see him again to which he responded he was driving like a fucking cunt lunatic (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why for a second we believed that his story about him abiding by the (laughs) by, by the speed limits there was no, there was a, there was a snowball <laughs> in hell's chance that someone who's got a fucking pop off <laughs> exhaust is pottering around the village. Not no, a chance. Just we within the so limits. Naive. And uh, uh, yeah, we're stupid. We're just stupid, aren't we? That is just ridiculous. Pop off. What I liked I, about, what I liked about that. So it's driving like a fucking cunt lunatic. Full stop. If he does kill you, me and my brother will kill him. <laughs> so that's nice. I, I know. I got a feeling. I know who wrote that. <laughs> I uh, I've got a uh, leased uh, Mercedes, and yeah. I haven't got it for more than a couple more months before I have to make a decision on what what my next car is going to be. So I've been driving it like it should have been driven from the start, which I was too scared to do. Right, razzing and it. I, absolutely razzing it is fast right and um i've started announcing to the kids when in the car late braking where <laughs> i'll put my foot down on the accelerator yeah going into a turning and then absolutely brake testing that fucking car as i turn right and i can hear them like <clears throat> like like lunches coming up it gives me a kick, I'll admit it. Okay. So you and Peter Popoff have actually got something in common. I told you I like Popoff. <laughs> I'm not gonna go do the exhaust thing. I certainly won't buy an Audi. But yeah. Um interestingly, I looked up so I was looking at threads. This is a little teaser for weeks to come. I was looking at threads that we could talk about. Um and I found from two years ago 
a thread that he appears in. Oh, really? Yeah. Young Popov. Young Popov. Two years ago, he appears in a thread. Do so, we get to hear about it now? Or? No, no, I'll do that. It'll be a little teaser for you. Keep them coming back. Mm. Like the return of Popov, basically, like the return of Oz. Yeah, brilliant. Um, we've had some listener interaction this week, um, yeah. which I like. Um, somebody messaged us. I can't remember who they were, but hello, listener. Thank you for getting in touch. Um, and said they accidentally listened to the podcast. So they had it on their iPhone. Hmm. We're listening to the podcast, but we're fat fund and listened to it at 0.75 speed instead of the normal speed. Hmm. And apparently we sound like two drunks at the pub having a chat. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's I don't think that's just exclusive to us. <laughs> I I was listening to the Guardian football podcast and managed to hit um fast forward. So it was times one or right. you know, whatever. And um what's his name? Max uh Len Denning. Glenn Denning. No oh, Barry Max Rushton and Barry Glenn. Yeah. They sounded like lunatics as well. So well, they were faster. Yeah. Yeah, you should slow it down and listen to how it looks. Oh, so oh, it's listen to how it looks. Listen to how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah get it down to 0.75 I and have a listen. <laughs> understand what you're saying. There's another thing about that. Um. I've been marketing this week, Lee. Marketing the podcast. How? How have yeah. I been? <laughs> um, and that marketing has consisted. So I've accepted, mm. and it's been a tough mm. exception, mm. that you and I are nobodies. Aha, I thought you were going to say that you accepted... Uh, an offer to go on Russell Brand's podcast. <laughs> no, uh, I'd rather not get into that cesspit at the moment. Let's uh, let's revisit that in a couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I've accepted that you and I are essentially nobodies. We've got our loyal listener base, and hello, listeners, we love you very much. Um, mm. But by and large, nobody knows who we are. So how do we as, advertise? As people, as people. Yeah. yeah. No, because neither of us are famous. No. I, I imagine that what we do is we just keep pushing out top quality material like we did yeah. last week. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually we will become, we will go from nothing to something. Yeah. But I've, I've woken up and smelled the coffee a little bit that, not only do we have to pump out great material, but we have mm. to let people know we're here. People that wouldn't ordinarily hear about us. So what I've done, and I've done it in fits and starts since the podcast started, but I've had a concentrated week this week on mm. following the shit out of anybody. So I used to be selective. I used to look at people and see how many followers have they got? How often do they... <laughs> How often do they reshare things? Is it worth me following them? 
that used you, to be as David Attenborough got a got an email from you and I've got just the podcast for you Sir David well now I'm following anyone like right absolutely anyone and you know yeah. what it's born fruit no. so we had a message from someone called Lucy mm-hmm. and and I would, I'd like to pick her up on this because she said so glad I found this podcast well Lucy it found you <laughs> that's <laughs> you didn't find it but it found you but I'm glad to see my marketing efforts worked and then she said absolutely hilarious it's like my village and the ridiculous nonsense that people seem to be bothered about the community Facebook page dot 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 and then a bit of laughter um it's, so that's nice I guess which, Lucy, which which Lucy is it is it a famous Lucy? No, no, it's just literally I'm following anyone. I'm not just I'm not following celebrities. Oh my god. I'm following anyone. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about this. Well, you feel dirty. Yeah, um, I don't want stalker vibes attached to me as the second part of this double act. No. Well, I'm glad you understand your place in the uh in the podcast is the second part of the double act the second funny part yeah um but yeah so obviously followed lucy and she's responded and i followed some other people and one of the other people looked at our instagram um profile and looked at some of the reels that we'd put on and and sent this response a group of white dudes together is called a podcast exclamation and she put she's she's put that as a quote so obviously was it just was it old white dudes or white dudes no just a group of white dudes together is called a podcast does she and know then, that two people together isn't a group it's a couple i would i thought that yeah. i i in fact looked up definition of group and i'd say that it's a couple of white dudes rather than a group yeah. wouldn't you a pair yeah, i mean if she's i don't know what she said but if she's attacking us, which it sounds like, because we've been called a couple of white dudes, mm. straight away I think <laughs> I'm being racially profiled. Yeah, correct. Um, so I, I can't see there'll be any positives coming after this. So I'm, I already feel well within my rights to uh, um, question her grammar. Okay. Well, it, she goes on. Not sure what the point of what not sure what the point is of your podcast but it's boring and you guys dissecting doja cat's song comes off as old dudes criticizing music they don't understand exclamation mark do better exclamation mark (laughs) (laughs) you want me to read that back to you from the from the start yeah, yeah, no, it's it's in there. It's in my. Uh, it's gone so deep. not not sure what the point is of your podcast, but Can it's I stop bo- you? yeah. But the point of the podcast is fucking obvious. It's called a village in crisis. We dissect Facebook posts and we have a laugh about it. Yeah. So she's being a fucking idiot straight away. Good, good. I'm, I appreciate I'm that she's a listener, listener, but yeah. idiot. Well, she's not a listener, I'd imagine. She's someone, I suppose, that I have stalked on Instagram and followed. And she's had a look at the profile. If she listened, then maybe she would know what the point of the podcast was. Well, 
I'm going to tell you now. Yeah. Let's let's out her. Okay. Right? Her name's Roshni Three Hundred. There, <laughs> I've done it. Right. Okay. And the reason I've done it is because I've had time to. So you had seen this post. I had seen this post. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you lie? I just thought it, I, I didn't I didn't want to ruin your bit. Okay. But I've I've been keeping an eye on things from afar. Okay. Okay. But go on, let's keep dissecting it because I've got I've got something I need to say about this. Okay. Well, let's go. So first of all, she's put in quotation marks that a group of white dudes together is called a podcast. So obviously someone else has said that. Yeah. Um, and I kind of get that. Mm. You know, I I don't know what the demographics of podcasters is, but maybe there is or isn't more white people doing it. Mm. So forget that, because that's not even original material from her. Not sure what the point is of your podcast, but it's boring. Come on. It's not boring. I know it's not boring. People who've listened to it, who who just listen to it a little bit don't think it's boring I'm and not you boring guys person. only boring people get bored and you guys dissecting doja cat's song comes off as old dudes criticizing music they don't understand do right. better better okay well roshni 300 this is where at first, I was going to attempt, not attempt, I was going to bury you mm. uh, and say, how dare you call me an old white dude or just a white dude? Yeah, I mm. am a white dude. Sitting in your bathroom. Sitting in my bathroom. <laughs> recording. recording a podcast. So I thought to myself, OK, I'm a white dude. I'm in yeah. my 40s. Yeah. I'm recording a podcast. If you want to be a podcaster you've got to record podcasts yeah. if you want in the same way that if you want to be a runner you've got to go out running in the same way that if you want to be i don't know a movie star you've got to record movies they don't you know it might take forever to get good at it to be able to be considered an a-list but you've still got to go out and do these things so that's what we're Correct. doing and do you know what i think that i'm not looking for props but I'll give props to anybody that goes out and does stuff that, like I've said to you, Neil, you've gone off and you've done some stand-up. I massively respect you for that because the more you do it, the more you can start considering yourself a stand-up comedian. Mm. Anyway, I thought to myself, I'm a white middle-aged dude trying to be a podcaster. So yeah. what's the furthest, what's the furthest I can get from that? So I found a website that's been around since 2008 called Uprocks. Right. And it is a digital media company that covers entertainment and culture. And it was acquired by Warner Music Group. So it's quite established. Okay, right? big deal. And there was a young African-American lady. And for me, that's the, op and she was from Philadelphia and a journalist. So that's as far from where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. And she said, the song Rules by Doja Cat is a song promoting female empowerment and autonomy. Doja Cat is stressing the importance of her own terms when it comes to relationships. Now, how we dissected that 
uh, song definitely came across as like maybe facetious. Yeah. Uh, facetious, as if we were mocking yeah. it, that's <laughs> well. And maybe we were, but I don't think we're a million miles away from that uh, assessment ourselves. No, I'd say when we, we said it. exactly the same thing, yeah. However, what I will say in this is that we are two white dudes, middle-aged, mm. from affluent yeah. parts of the world. And I can understand why somebody of colour, perhaps, would consider us as being offensive by by uh, attempting to dissect Doja Cat's lyrics. Mm. What I think we missed was we were walking a fine line. Now... I've got the lyrics here in front of me. <laughs> Go on. And I know we've already done this, but we're going to do it again for the sake of Roshni. So I can show that I've placed myself in the mind of a, and I don't know how this is going to come across, a young black woman. And okay. I hope to be as, what's the word, Neil? What's the word I'm thinking of? I, I, at the moment, I don't know what word you're thinking of. I'm wondering how much I've got to edit. You won't have to edit anything. Because okay. what I think I've done is I think I've been able to take a step back yeah. and apply somebody else's mindset. You've taken Roshni's point on board and you've empathised. Yeah, yeah, OK. And I'm going to read this out to you in all seriousness. Go on then. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Said play with my pussy. <laughs> Neil, behave. What what Doja Cat saying there is that she wants sexual attention. Okay. Yeah. But don't play with my emotions. She's saying don't mess with her feelings. Yeah. If you spend some money, what she's saying is that she values financial generosity. Then maybe I just might fuck you. She might consider having sex with someone who meets her expectations. When I shake that ass, she's going to dance seductively. <laughs> I'm going to do that shit in slow motion. She will take her time to showcase her moves. you got a lot of cash. She's attracted to wealth. Yeah. There. That's it. Not a million miles away from what we said last week. However, we're on the right side of that fine line now, I believe. Yeah, I think, God, if ever we were close to being on the wrong side of it, I think you've 100% just put us on the right side of that line. Mm. We couldn't be accused of being condescending or borderline racially insensitive now. I think you've just, I think you've saved the day, really. So I agree. I, and that's why I wanted to do this, this part. And I wanted to address Roshni 300. Yeah. And I hope that she's listening out there um, because we've taken on board what you've said. And I think that the, the the way that we can progress as a society and make equality a real thing within the different spectrums of race and even class is by listening to other people, asking questions and hopefully having those questions considered to, as sensible respectful 
and answered in a similar manner. And okay. I, I haven't asked any questions of Roshni. Or I will say, Roshni, let me know if I've done wrong again. Get in touch. Yeah. I would love to hear from Roshni. I would as well. Because I don't think that, I think Doja Cat's uh, lyrics there are, like I said, I wasn't even, I, I, I started with, I'm massively into Doja Cat. Yeah. But she didn't hear that because that wasn't on the um, on the thing, on the clip. Yeah. Um, no. I know I've said to Roshni, get in touch. Um, but I would just say anyone that finishes a sentence and then adds do better at the end of it is the biggest twat you could possibly know. <laughs> I totally agree. And that ain't the thing. That's nothing to do with skin colour. No. That's just a person thing. Yeah. If you end a sentence and then think, I'm going to write two more words on the end of this and it's do better, then you are a total bell end. Do better. <laughs> Imagine saying that to someone. Imagine being in a conversation, finishing the conversation, and then chucking in, do better. With like a finger in your face. Yeah. Be better. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, you reserve that sort of shit for like kids that have really been naughty. I would never say, I don't know, I'm probably going to get called out on this at some point but I don't think I'd ever say do better to someone uh, uh, so that's a little interesting take on that but I thought you'd like that and I'm glad that you've been following us on our socials Lee mm, actually it's mm. nice uh, do you want to get well, onto uh, the thread of this week or you got something yeah, else to... no we've got five minutes left let's do it well you're thinking that so you're looking at the time on the meeting but you're forgetting that yep. i've been in it for much longer than you yeah yeah so we've got plenty of time okay so oh, the oh, thread <laughs> okay i'll give you seven okay the thread is it starts with danny doorstep six and a half anyone else got a star on their doorstep and he's got a photo of his doorstep and in chalk there is a star drawn on his doorstep is it star david i don't think it is it's the star uh, hopefully there aren't nazis parading around the village outing jewish people i mean we've already borderline um racially on this because you've been I'd say you've been close to the wire in the last uh, the last little outburst. So Me? this isn't. Yeah. Not a chance. No, you haven't. But I'd say there's perception. See, two old white guys on a podcast. Yeah. I'd say the conversation we've just had and I was party to it. Hmm. It, it's the kind of conversation that would be held up in evidence of two old white guys being insensitive. But, re- no, but, but, but I, really, no. we're just trying to say that race isn't an issue here. It's just whether you are or aren't a twat. Exactly. This Roshni is uh, done a little bit at the end there. She says, do better. 
that's yeah. made her a twat full stop yeah what she said about the old white dudes or white dudes dissecting doja cat's music not understand it i think there's some merit and some truth to that so i went back in there and i tried to place my mindset into the mindset of somebody is the opposite of a middle-aged white dude trying to be a podcaster yeah and then i dissected that chorus and come up with you know what you know there's no there's no difference there than no. what the male, interpretation rap, is the male same, yeah. rappers were singing about in the early 2000s with you know what they were going to do but yeah we accepted it and now we're trying to the women are trying basically this is a song about power and women it is a, it's about, about empowerment power. that song yeah yeah and i think was that's what everybody should realize that it's not about her sounding like a, a person that will sleep with people for money. It's about empowerment and her doing things on her own terms. So we do get it. We do. I definitely get it now. I didn't get it before. We, as well as I do now. I do like that she she will. I'ma do that shit in slow motion. She's gonna take yeah. her time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Wilma Weird comes in. That's weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I want to know what kind of star it is. It's the kind of star, you know, when you're at primary school and you learn how to draw a star without taking your pen off the paper. Is this one of the stuff like start in the corner, go to the right, triangle up, down to the right, down. You do it in. all in one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can see the little triangles on every... So in the middle, basically, you've got a pentagon, I suppose, is it in the middle? And then five triangles off it. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Danny Doorstep says, well, hopefully it's harmless. I'm just putting it out there. I'd like to say at this point, I don't think Danny Doorstep's done anything wrong. He's come home. There's a star on his doorstep. He's taken a photo. He's put it on Facebook and said, anyone else got one of these? Because if he came home and there was a star on your doorstep you would think that's a bit odd <laughs> <Wouldn't you? laughs> i'm thinking it's like the start of a bad horror movie yeah yeah you wouldn't that would, they would weird you out wouldn't it yeah you would but come out and think what the <laughs> fuck's going on here <laughs> and your wife's indoors getting the ouija board out yeah eyes oh, rolling around the back of her head speaking in tongues <laughs> Well, Ian Investigator comes in and he says, yeah. I noticed a few of these this morning on the high street, assuming it's kids mucking about. Assume nothing. Mm -hmm. Assume nothing. I'm hoping it's not. Peter Pooch comes in. Do folks with these marks have dogs? What? The folks with these marks have dogs. So this is <laughs> this is some kind of sat satanic warning against dog owners. Well, I think there is, and I've spoken in previous, it might have even been in season one, uh, BL, I call that, before Lee. Um, mm. You call it uh, SS, don't you? Shit season. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I will do now. <laughs> but in I that, wouldn't know. I, was, I haven't listened to it. So. But I spoke in that about the village's obsession with having dogs stolen. 
And there's been some episodes in the past on people and on dog nappers. Um, so I think uh, Peter Pooch is suggesting that the marks might have been there as like a little lookout for dog nappers. You mean that there are somebody's putting these marks down as like to a co-dog napper to say that's one, that's yeah. one, there's one, yeah, and then that person can go and nick that dog, yeah. Um, and what like the the star being a sort of because I mean like a little cross probably would have been more. Appropriate. Well, I'd say like you know, just a little chalk mark on the wall. Yeah. Rather than a star on your fucking doorstep. Yeah, it's a bit of a heads up as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Thinking of nicking your dog later. <laughs> also, has anyone else got this one? Yeah, I have as well. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't take a lot of like yeses by people with dogs for it to be worked yeah, out. Hold on, we've got a denominator is yeah. Well, Mandy Mind at Ease comes in and she said, I spotted one along the high street, not outside a house. It might just be a running group. Runners aren't stopping to draw signs of stars on the street. I wouldn't have thought so. No. Who needs a star on the street to know what way you're going? If you say to someone, you're starting at point A, you finish at point B, that's the route. You're not going out two days before to put stars down. So in, in case anyone gets confused, this is the way you're going. And I mean, I assume that it's like getting dark as well, right? In England, as it is in Sweden. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The nights are drawing in. It's more likely that runners would go out and put reflective bands on lampposts or posts. Yeah. So that it, as you're running along, it lights up as you get closer was that what you would do if you were the chairperson of a running group well i used to be part of a running group a trail running group mm. and they used to do what they called a reflex um trail so in the middle of the night we would go out with our torches on in the woods and somebody had already been in there in the daytime and put up the reflex markers so when your torch hit the reflex you'd shine up and then you'd follow that trail. You'd see the next one in the distance and you'd run towards that. And that sounds like a strained ankle waiting to happen. Oh, I twisted my ankle a couple of times on those sort of... Fell on my elbow once as well. And <laughs> I did that thing where I slipped on a wet rock. And the runners I was running with, they were proper good runners. Like, yeah. I'm a good runner. Or was. Was a good uh, runner, yeah. But I, I was definitely in the bottom two. <laughs> that, that running <laughs> club and I slipped on a rock and went down on my elbow and just the sheer embarrassment and, and shame meant that I didn't stay down I got up as quick as I, I went down and somebody said are you all right I went, oh yeah fine and I had to carry my arm like Pele in Escape from Victory for the rest <laughs> of the run <laughs> when I got home I swear to god I've got a picture as well my whole elbow was black it just gone like like purple. I, I can't. I still now can't put my elbow down properly. Like pe- like pain shoots through it. 
Something well, those like. reflectors didn't quite work out. Maybe you needed some chalk stars on the base of a tree. I'll tell you what it was. It was the, the head torch I had on. It wasn't very good. So yeah, I was basically you put it on backwards. Somebody's shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen the person behind me. <laughs> Blind. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Sue Selfish comes in. Rub it from yours, draw one next door, stay in without lights and watch what happens. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I live next door to my elderly grandmother, you know. <laughs> Oh shit, someone's getting bit. Where's the dog? Windows just one. getting smashed through. Yeah, just here. Smashing. People being like pulled across the skirting boards and stuff. Yeah, like pulled up in the transit. The fireplace. People in the transit pull up, three people jump out, just start, just smash through the door and windows. Like, where's a fucking dog? I haven't got, I haven't got a dog. I haven't got a dog. You've got a star. We don't make mistakes. And you're you're there at your window with your cup of oval team watching. Yeah. Ooh, could have been and then there. what? You just shake your head going, hey, that was a close call. Yeah, well, I knew I knew I was right to get rid of that. <laughs> or maybe it's a great idea. Maybe you think your neighbour's an absolute cunt. Yeah. And you're just gonna stitch him up. Well, Carol calls it right, responded to that, and she said, I'm glad I don't live next door to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well was it a woman? What? Yeah. Fuck you now. Absolutely Fuck horrible. Yeah. She might as well keep company with Myra Hindley. That <laughs> is horrendous. Uh, and the authority comes in. Mm. It's what burglars do to mark your house. Certain symbols mean different things. So please take care and stay safe. So he seems to be talking with some authority there, doesn't he? It's, you know, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. He responds to his own comment. This mm. is only a possibility, but I'm just getting word out to make people aware. Well, he just he said it quite. He spoke with quite quite some confidence <laughs> in the first yeah. one. It's what burglars do to mark your house. Certain symbols mean different things. So please take care and stay safe. Eight minutes later, this is only you a possibility, know. but I'm just getting word out to make people aware. Do you know what that uh, sounds like to me? That sounds like he's sitting in bed or on the sofa next to his missus or his husband, whatever, and is telling her, oh, you know, the stars are on the street. You know what that means, don't you? I've just told the group, well, you know, Andy, don't do that. You'll scare everybody. Oh, do you mean they have to know? No, but not that. They might get really worried. Oh, a bit of a back and forth and then he's come in and gone yeah yeah no he's right steve salesman comes in hi i work for very sure smart alarms and you are correct these can be used to mark houses uh in cambridge last year we had a spate of dog thefts using a similar symbol fingers crossed it's just kit but stay vigilant everyone my neighbor has had his van stolen two nights ago and i'm in blah 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 this could be the work of Very Sure. Yeah, exactly. Someone who works for Very Sure appears on the thread mm. about suspicious markings on the mm. floor. What a fucking genius, genius yeah. idea. Yes. You're selling you... burglar alarms. Yes. And you're just Bonus, popping out. Sow the seeds of. Yeah. 
you can't just put a little chalk mark on a brick near the door because people not everyone's seeing that it no, you needs... need to do something yeah you need to do a star so that someone talks about it enough stars yeah. are out there someone's going to mention it and then you get everybody else backing up the same comment yeah and you leave it you let it fester yeah 25 comments in you come in oh by the way everyone i work for very sure alarms and there has been a spate of burglaries going as if the guy who works for very sure alarms he's a sales fucking guy who works in a call center in kettering let's say he's got no fucking idea about the crime rate in this oh yes i'm well aware that there's actually been who's told him what very sure hq all right i got one thing to say to you neil go on a, B, C. Always oh, B closing. Yes. Yes. Like it. In fact, though, <laughs> he's let himself down because he hasn't closed. No. Because what he should have done is all that. And if you are concerned, get in touch and I can help. Yeah. He's a shit salesman. Um, we don't know that he hasn't got in touch. I oh, think that if oh, he, he might message him directly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he would probably wait till Monday morning, knock on the door and say, Hi there, I work for Ferry Shore. There's been a report in a burglars here. Do you have an alarm? We're just looking to help people out. Yeah. Or send somebody else around. They're probably maybe working in tandem. Yeah. Maybe there's three people involved here. Four. There's one person doing the markings. <laughs> there's another one working the Facebook group. Yeah. There's a third one being passed the information to who goes around doing the sales and a fourth putting the alarms in. Who's the chalker? Sorry, which one was the chalker? The first one. First first one, yeah. Somebody we don't know. Yeah. Just a random. Yeah, chalker. As, Get dressed, out there, chalker. Just as a run, dressed as a runner. Yeah. Or so if child. anyone says anything, you just turn around and go. You want him dressed as a child? Yeah. <laughs> Some bloke running around in a nappy. Yeah. I go, oh, it's just innocent kids marking around. That guy's got a beard. He's got <laughs> a, a beard. Fucking old-fashioned nappy with a pin in the side. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wearing he's wearing a, a, a pampers on 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 each leg. Rita Research comes in. Mm-hmm. She's got a link. And it says, are these symbols part of a burglar's code? So I clicked the link and I took a screenshot of the Mm. symbols. I'll put this on our socials and I'll try and describe to you. So what I love about this. uh, Oh, hold on. Let me take a photo of it now and try and. okay, hold on. Yeah, it'd be good if you could see it, too. But what I love about this is that they think. So that the burglars have put their code online. Like it's like a shared, like all burglars have the same chalk marks. Um, so here we go. Hold on, I'll send it to you now. Mm-hmm. And I'll describe to the listeners. So uh, there's eight categories, apparently, amongst the burglar community. The first category is alarmed house. So this is the first um, the first chalk mark. And that is like if you had a rectangle, but at the bottom you had a triangle going up from the bottom. Is that would you say that's a fair description of that, Lee? 
Yeah, I'd almost describe it as a sort of upside down envelope. Yeah, or a sort of nautical flag kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's alarmed house. So that's the yeah. the um, universal burglar code for alarmed house. Mm. Um, the next one is the next. <laughs> the next chalk mark is previously burgled um and that looks like you can draw pretty much anything i would say what do you how would you describe the middle one looks like no, do you know do you know what i would describe it as it looks yeah. like a um like a sort of power station almost uh, like a symbol for a power station it's weird. I can't describe. It's hard to. It's a sort well, of combination of uh, diagonal dashes. Yeah. A sort of squared off area with a little sort of almost sort of like a. I don't know. Yeah, but you look at the uh, listeners. Each um, each category has three examples of the drawing. Mm. So alarmed house. All three examples were fairly similar. Previously yeah. burgled. I mean, there's similarities, but price there's not there's not many. Uh, the next category yeah. is is good target, and that is simply a cross, and then on two occasions it has a box round the cross. Hmm. So that bearing in mind, this is, and I will just remind you all, this is the universal code for burglars. So, so far, we have Alarmed House, Previously Burgled, and Good Target. Hmm. So, the next category is Vulnerable Occupant, which I think <laughs> is sinister as fuck. <laughs> it's a horrible one, isn't it? You are dealing here. If someone's coming around, and what this is, imagine if you'd bought yourself a nice new book, and then you're the kind of psycho who snaps the spine the opposite way. That's yeah. the picture for that. And that's the kind of person I would say who is out looking for vulnerable occupants. That's a bad one. Don't like that. Don't like it at all. Um, the next one. category is, I presume, this is occupiers. Occupants, uh, yeah, occupants afraid. <laughs> 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 burglars are horrible bastards yeah they? they're really nasty pieces of work the last two categories were vulnerable occupant and occupants afraid um occupant yeah. afraid is two overlapping rectangles and they overlap at the corner to form a little square where the rectangles meet almost like a sort of link in a chain yes that's a good description uh, the next one is, um, and this is a burglar who's really done his homework. Um, the next category is nothing worth stealing. And it's they've drawn a circle with a cross through it. Yeah. I'm going to go outside my house now. I'm going to call, I'm going to call, sure, cancel my, uh, <laughs> my alarm system. Yeah. And I'm going to draw do a circle across in it just to let people know there's nothing worth stealing it yeah i think it's so handy what i think's brilliant is that this 
universal language of burglars is there's only eight symbols and one of them that, that they all use and one of them is nothing worth stealing that's quite handy so we can all just go out but so if you're worried about getting burgled listeners if you've had a bit of shit in your region there's been a few break-ins fear not get a big tin of paint go out to the front of your house and do a circle with a cross going through it and everybody will know there is nothing worth stealing in your shitty little house. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm of the opinion that I might do the book symbol next to <laughs> the two rectangles overlapping. Well, vulnerable, <laughs> vulnerable, vulnerable and occupancy trade. Yeah. And wait in the dark with a baseball bat. <laughs> catch me, catch me a burglar. <laughs> Uh, the next one, the next category is too risky, uh, which I think you clearly fall into this category of being burgled because you're the kind of person who is writing two inviting messages in chalk <laughs> on your own doorstep. Um, and too risky, it looks like a D. One is a D in a square with a little dash in. The other is a, a D. Just, it, yeah. yeah, it's a D with a dash, and then the other one's a D. And the last one is wealthy. And that's like a circle of five stones, but you can put them together to make them look like a flower. I'm going, which, if you're a burglar, Neil. Yeah. Which two symbols uh, do you want to see? If I'm walking round, like as mm. the burglar preparation guy. Yeah. I'm at risk here of getting caught. I'm not banksying on people's. I'm just putting a cross on the house and getting out of there. And if I'm a burglar, I'm looking around for a cross on a house that says good target. Okay, Why anybody if, want to sign on saying previously burgled? Unless you burgled them yesterday, <laughs> what value is previously burgled? Well, that they might not have anything worth stealing or that they'd be more vigilant. Right. They don't want to maybe go into the ins and outs of whether they've got uh, alarm systems or anything they just no but there's an your... alarmed house there's an alarmed house category mm-hmm. but they might not know that but they might they might have burgled it and they might be able to they with 100 percent certainty be able to tell you it's previously been burgled right, do with that as you wish. yeah yeah what are you feeling if you see a d with five stones five rings too what? risky and but well <laughs> i'm going so for we, it you go for that. Yeah, if you're in the business, but that's your big job. That's your uh, great train robbery, isn't it? What about a circle with a with a cross in it? Nothing worth stealing. But next to <laughs> an open book. But <laughs> <laughs> nothing worth stealing, but vulnerable occupant. <laughs> you know, it might be good if you've got an apprentice under your wing. Yeah. Just, Just get uh, in there, nick a can of baked beans and shit them up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like your gateway. Do you know which one I wouldn't be going for? Uh, the two squares overlapping, occupants afraid. Occupants afraid, why not? Because an afraid person is a, a risky person to encounter. Right. Okay, so you, you never know. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't no, know what they're, they're going to do. 
So stay away from them. Stay stay closer <laughs> to the open book. Yeah. Ideally, ideally, you're looking for an open book with five small stones. Yeah, vulnerable occupant, wealthy. Yeah. And maybe with a cross next to it. Good target, vulnerable occupant and wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it amazing that someone's put that online, the burglar's code, and they're they're out there? I'm going to do some research on that because it's quite interesting. I'd like to know more about it. Um, Gary, good question is asked a question that you asked. So if we all put a circle across ourselves, they won't come round. I'm not sure we can buy into that totally. I think a camera no. and a good alarm system. From very sure from very sure alarms. From very sure. <laughs> from very sure alarms. <laughs> and we're not getting paid anything for this. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil does have a large collection of chalk at home. <laughs> Um, uh, do you remember we spoke last week about uh, we spoke last week about Larry Listener, the listener who's infiltrated the the group. Who's not uh, from round here. He's one of our oldest listeners and he's infiltrated the the village Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I quite like his comment on this. He said, whatever, whatever happens, they're definitely not going to use your tumble dryer. So I like that with the. Uh, with a circle with a crossing. Don't tumble dry those bad boys. So well done, Larry. I like that. <laughs> We've noticed you, Larry. Well done. Good work. Um, Emily Easily Impressed comes in. Pretty talented burgers, burglars to draw an unbroken five-pointed star. It's a little bit pagan. This is right. Well, it's a little bit pagan, but it's not that talented, I would suggest. No, I was thinking more of the pagan stuff. Have you ever tried to summon the devil or some kind of untoward spook? Yeah. What yeah. was your example? Um, I had a couple of older cousins and they lived there in a mansion in Essex. Have, mm. have. I don't, I don't see them anymore. On my, brother, my dad's side. And they lived in a big... Big uh, house out in Essex. Hello, if you're listening, these ex-cousins. Ex-dead cousins. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> they messed with the devil. Um, and we used to stay, I mean, they, they, was, uh, they had stables and they were massively into fox hunting. And there was a lot of uh, stuffed dead animals on the walls. And it was a rickety old place anyway. So mm. it was a bit it was a bit of a shitter upper anyway for a couple of, you know, a ten year old and whatnot. But yeah, they my older cousin started doing the whole like holding hands, chanting, walking around in a circle with a person sat on a chair, um, say this six times, do this six times, and do something else six times. One of those bits and bobs. Um, and did anything happen? I f- I'm pretty sure that there was a light switch turned off and there was a lot of screaming going on. But other than that, uh... we did a thing on a school trip. So year nine school trip. So what age are you then? 13 or so. We went to Derbyshire in the Peak District mm. and we had a dormitory and we didn't have a teacher in our dormitory. 
um, and there was a mirror and the thing was at midnight to look in the mirror and say bloody mary three times and you would see the beheaded i wonder which mary was it that red calf anyway either way you're seeing a beheaded mary um but then we did a thing so it didn't work hairy mary hairy (laughs) and then we did a thing saying okay we've got to fill the sink up and you've got to have your hands in cold water and then do it and that kind of adds a certain something suddenly you've got a couple of different senses going on here and like okay well the way it will work is do this and um i was doing it and the teacher came in who fucking despised me and it was a mutual (laughs) thing and he came in and i had my hands in the sink i was at the mirror um, and he pointed to the bed and went, Neil, bed. And I turned around and went, oh, well done, sir. You are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> and he went fucking apeshit and grabbed me by the neck and plunged my head into the sink of water and held my head under the water. In front no. of everyone else, yeah, in front of everyone else in the dormitory, and then pulled me up and was like, "Get to fucking bed." And I was like, <laughs> absolutely shitting myself. Everyone else in the room was, of course, absolutely silent. So I think I really did summon the devil that night. But did you tell your parents about this? Yes, but he was a drinking buddy of my dad at the local pub. So my dad <laughs> said, "You probably fucking asked for it." that's not acceptable (laughs) the thing is there's a a pattern here because i think that teachers when they go away with kids like we used to i don't think it happens at school anymore does it no i think back then though they used to be on the piss didn't they yeah but we i also we were in the lake district doing a similar sort of thing and i remember we were just mucking around and we weren't doing anything other than there was like four bunk beds in each dormitory and I think we were just sitting around, I don't know, like playing cards or something. And we were told to like shut the fuck up and go to bed a couple of times. And that just set us off with the giggles and yeah. dicking about is more. And I remember um, one of my mates at the time, this guy called Nathan, proper hard lad. And uh, we were mucking around laughing and all of a sudden the door just came flying open and everyone was like trying to leave the, the room <laughs> and get in the bed nobody you'd never seen like there were there were bullies who were like big fat kids and you'd never seen these fuckers move as quick as that before <laughs> they're like kung fu panda i didn't realize that people could lift that weight up in the air and just get in the bed and land so lightly as well but nathan wasn't he was a, a slim lad but he was the last one he was he was focused on he was targeted yeah and he got a massive whack on his back lower back from the teacher like proper open-handed yeah. like whack and we were all fucking silent and Nate, this lad was just sort of sitting there and you could just hear silent sobs yeah and we were just like, oh, okay <laughs> we must we must have been the absolute last of that generation to get a whack or to get physically abused by a teacher um, there can't have been many years later that people well no i'm well, like i'm not talking about <laughs> like like in a i'm not talking about sexual abuse that's like i'm not talking about being at a, a catholic school or something but like <laughs> like oh oh 
what you're trying group. to say is we, our, our generation, our age group, was the last group to experience that kind of discipline where yeah. any any guardian we had considered it acceptable to some degree. Yeah, if you went home and said, I've got such and such stuck my head in the sink, that instead of going, it did fucking what? Your dad went, oh, you probably asked for it, you little shit. And the thing is, I had asked for it and he was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely right. I now, if one of my kids came back and told me something like that, I would, I'd be, I'd take off my wedding ring, put it on the table, I'd take off my watch, lay it down in its box. I would probably wear something comfortable and I would kiss my wife on the cheek <laughs> and say, I don't want you to wait for me. Yeah. Then I'll go down there. And Marry I'd again. Fucking, I would kill people. Ball of panic comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's kids, but I would report to 101. And then she goes on with all sorts of, uh, okay, I'll read this and then we'll finish up. Hopefully it's kids, but I'd report it to 101. This is used a lot on doorsteps and bins for burglaries, dog theft or human stroke children trafficking. They write symbols or lettering like F2 indicating two females or F1M1, a male and a female, etc. If you didn't do this and have no kids nearby, then I would put in safety precautions and again ask 101 what else you can do. Hopefully it's innocent, but I don't know many kids who sit and draw on other people's doorways. Have you got neighbours that have a ring doorbell that could pick anything up? Imagine, <laughs> imagine you work at 101. Well, we spoke about 101 before. It's the non-emergency police number. Oh, yeah. Uh, hello, 101. Yes, it's uh, it's Paula Panic again. Oh, hello, Paula. It's been a while since we've heard from you. What's the uh, situation now? Somebody has drawn a chalk star on my neighbour's doorstep. Okay, and Paula, <laughs> what do we think that means? Well, Paul, well, if they'd written F1M1, <laughs> it would have meant there was a male and a female staying here. Okay. Yeah. And where where did you hear this, Paula? On Reddit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paula. Paula, do you want us to send this, the police out? Paula, have we spoken about this? Um, <laughs> Reddit is not a good place for you to be. <laughs> what does Paula expect? Phoning 101. But 101 is the non-emergency for all emergencies. So it's for health as well as mm. police. I don't know why you'd phone 101 for a non-emergency fire, but like so for her. <laughs> oh, hello, this is the Queen. Um, <laughs> Windsor Castle seems to be smoking a little bit. <laughs> oh, have you tried 999, love? Uh, I'd prefer if you call me mom. Uh, no, I, I didn't want to bother anyone. <laughs> 
So yeah, you phone one oh one if your kid's got like this blazing temperature, but you don't want to go to the hospital and you think I better just check I just need a bit of sense checking here. I can tell and you what were... happens in that say situation though, Neil, and, and I, I I'm not gonna agree with if you say they just calm you down. No, no, they, they, they get a doctor there. to phone you. They get a doctor to phone you. And then they and the then they say come to you. hospital. Yeah, because yeah. there's nobody in their right mind that's on the other end of that phone that says Fucking don't worry about it. That'll be all right. Not a chance. But if you phone up and say, my next door neighbour has had a star drawn on their doorstep, any ideas what I should do? Well, Paula, I've got one idea what you should do. Never fucking phone us again. (laughs) (laughs) Paula, I think we need a mental health check. (laughs) But I tell you what, uh, I think unless there's more to this, this is a good no. place to leave. No, it, that's it. That's I it. would. I am. I am definitely, definitely keeping an eye out for. I don't know if this is a, a just a UK thing or a European thing or worldwide. Check check your local um, internet provider. Yeah, check your local local search engine, and you'll find out. I suppose. Oh, that, that would be interesting. Mean, a bit of homework for you. What are the Swedish yeah. like? Would it be a picture of an elk or like a Viking? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some uh, pickled herring. <laughs> Abba, but it's a different member for every. Uh, it's Agnesa Phyllis and. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, Lee, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed it as well. Um, I would like to say welcome to all our new listeners because we're having a lot of new listeners at the moment. So it's great to hear from you all. Well, great for you to hear from us, but we'd love to hear from you all. Uh, I'll put out a reminder of our Gmail address. It's villageatcrisis at gmail.com, villageincrisis at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear what's going on in your world. me and Lee have come up with an agreement of when we're going to do our bonus episodes. So they are going to come out. But the bonus episodes, we need your interaction. We need your responses to the podcast that you've just heard. We ideally need them in the next 48 hours so that we can record and respond to them. We're on Instagram at Village in Crisis. We're on Gmail. We're on Twitter and we're on all the other shit platforms. Oh, we're on TikTok as well. You can watch us on there and marvel at just how handsome these two old white dudes are anything to adley no um two white dudes is a podcast <laughs> yeah that could be our next one that's all i've got to say about that roshi big love uh roshi <laughs> 300 you sound like a character from the Fast and the Furious 12. Um, I I hope you listen to this. I hope you appreciate um, the, the sincerity with which I approached the task you provided me with, which mm. was to do better. Um, <laughs> always appreciate positive words that remind me of how I was spoken to when I was a child. Uh, thank you and goodbye thanks listeners do better
Don't do better. <laughs> and that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.